This is the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 285. I'm your host, Brian. Joining this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody, and uh, I'll be sharing an apology with you. <laughs> and Ian is with us. Apologize for getting this far. <laughs> I apologize for making them sit through the 285 plus podcast so far. You didn't force them to do that. This isn't Clockwork Orange. Oh, okay. <laughs> and of course, we have Mad Cat. Or to put it to put it another way, the way that Pee Wee Herman would have made it, would have placed it. Oh, all you right. Know, I don't make them. I I don't make monkeys. I just train them. Mad Cat is with us. I sure am, but I'm not making any apologies for these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and the dumbass himself. Giddy up, cowboy! And I apologize for everything I've ever said or done. <laughs> Very good. Just <laughs> keep it broad, huh? Exactly. How's everybody doing? Doing all right. Good. Pretty good. One more week and I can take this sling off. Yeah. Oh, sling off. Okay. I was going to say job and shove it, but that's okay. No, sling. We're good. We have another X-Men and whoop. I don't know. I don't know, Mac. Do you want to apologize before Georgie Armand or after? He's the one who wants to shell it. All right. Well, let's, let's do some shilling. It's not... After Dark, but it is a the Georgian Armand, what, collection of stories? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. called Dragons on Vacation, and it's the first collection of all the Georgian Armand vacation stories up to this point. And, of course, Mac here is the cover artist for it, and fun little, it's a fun little collection, and so it's available in both print and Kindle. Regretfully, not audio yet, but... We'll get there. Yep. All right. Okay, Mac, apologize to us. All right, so I used a slur last podcast, and uh, Brian pointed it out to me at the time, and I've been doing some looking into it since that point. I used a name in reference to a particularly prevalent and pernicious um, mental illness that a lot of people are suffering from. It's uh, the actual, the actual. Uh, DSM name for it is solo VIP syndrome, and uh, it is in it is a deterioration of the anterior insular cortex, which causes the person to lose all empathy and essentially forget that any other people matter in any sense whatsoever. I referred to that particular sufferers of that particular illness as being Karens, and as Brian pointed out to me. Referring to people, referring to a, a syndrome like that by somebody's name is a dick move, and I, I apologize. All right. Hopefully that that all the Karens out there feel better now. People and named Karen. All the people named Karen feel better now. That you know. <laughs> Actually, the ones that we'd refer to as Karens didn't feel bad about it in the first place because <laughs> they actually don't recognize that they have it because <laughs> they have the syndrome. Got it. Yes. Okay. All right. Is there any anything else that we need to be aware of here? Yes, people that have the syndrome that gets them referred to as dicks also don't realize that they have it. <laughs> well, I, I feel educated now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if we've got nothing else, you know what it's time for. It is time for Ian and Dumbass's Masturbation Moment. Brought to you by the Dumbass Media. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. <laughs> you know, I, I think it, it, you know, that, that, that whole thing, though. Ian started it. Ian did start it. It was Ian. I did what? Yeah, Ian. Ian and Terry were really were the were, were the really ones that that started it. And and dumbass gave it a name, and and dumbass is actually responsible for making it a thing because he brought yeah, it up. The, he's the one that pointed out we had like done it like five or six <laughs> episodes in a row. And like, okay, well then we're going to make it a thing. And we and we just haven't stopped, right? It's just yep. It's probably the highlight of the I show. Think. If anybody tunes in, they probably, as soon as we're done with that, just they 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 move on, right? Because <laughs> is it something bad enough to scare people? Uh, the masturbation well, no, moment. If it had gotten off, the time to, it's time to go take a nap. 
<laughs> um, I, I would uh-huh. like to point out, though, Ryan and everyone, that uh, I believe it was actually Aaron Sorkin and the uh, the writing on the West Wing that caused things to be referred to as "this is a thing now." Uh, okay. So it says a lot, lot, lot before that. Woman horrified to discover a 1960s vibrator while cleaning out her basement. Why would she be horrified? Yeah, well, I don't that, get that's that. my first question. Uh, Whose was it? That, well, that's, what, that, that's what the uh, that's what the headline uh, said. I don't know. The the article doesn't say anything about uh, her being horrified here, <laughs> but um, I, I guess maybe that's uh, to make it uh, attention grabbing. Um, I would not be horrified uh, to find um, a uh, decades-old uh, sex toy. I'd be fascinated. You'd be elated. <laughs> yeah, I would. Right. Um, so, yes, so what? Uh, so, what is this uh, thing? What? What is this thing that, that we're looking at here? Uh, well, you see, it uh, it looks like um, it, it's kind of like a, a block, but it's got a uh, um, a, a curve to it, uh, uh, kind of like a saddle where you can straddle it. And um, it apparently vibrates. It's a, a plug-in. Uh, this woman found it. It must have been lying around for a long time. Nobody knew it was there, like in a, in a corner of a shelf or, or something. And it just looks like a, a brown leather thing, like something that I could see you could easily ignore. So, but how would... Um, it looks like a proto-Sibian. I mean, it's... Are we sure that it's a, I mean, it's a vibrator. Are we sure it's not just like something, you know, like that's supposed to be a back massager or something? I mean, it's pretty big. Um, no, it looks like you probably sit on it. Yeah, okay. Onto that handle there, and yeehaw. It, it's just... Um, I mean, uh, it's called a Vibra Slim. And, okay, uh, all right. Uh, it, could, it could be It could be that some people might have, uh, um, uh, maybe sold it as a uh, way of losing weight. I don't know, but, um, uh, it, 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 people who bought it, uh, uh mostly use it as sex toys. They, they didn't really, uh, perfect, uh, sex toy that much uh, uh, until uh, I think uh, it started to happen fairly well in the 60s and into the 70s. Um, but th- this is an, uh, an old experiment. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I uh, mean, but yeah, so it, it just, <laughs> I, I mean, I, when I when I do a Google search for um, Vibris Slim, you know, it's like it. I mean, I'm certainly not finding that product, right? I mean, sounds that actually Vibris Slim sounds like you'd probably be picking up. Uh, Diet aids. Yeah, exactly. I did actually look up uh, a little bit of a um, uh, a uh, history of sex toys uh, in order to try to see where this thing uh, fits on the um, on the scale. But n- none of them specifically mention uh, this uh, Vibraslim. But there are some uh, some things that uh, are kind kind of uh, similar. And uh, you know, it, it's interesting the uh, experimentation that that went into. Uh, uh, how to work it out to 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 give pleasure, you know? It, I mean, it's, it, it's really it looks big. like a first. It looks like a first generation Sibian saddle. Well, you do have to remember, at that point of time, they did not have good dryers. Most people were putting their clothes up on lines, so you didn't have a good dryer. So you'd have to have something that vibrates. Like, yeah, maybe it's interesting. I mean, it's just really oh. big. I've said Sibian twice, and nobody seems to know what that is. No, what is Sibian? I don't know what a Sibian is. You know what a Sibian is? I mean, yeah, it's like uh, it's kind of like this, except for it has an actual uh, cock uh, coming out of it that exactly. the woman slides uh, on, right? Yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much the same principle, though. Oh, okay, it's something that the woman straddles, and uh, I, I think that this is the historical thing that the originator of the Sibian uh, failed to achieve orgasm with. Right before they decided, okay, I can do this better. So the the thing is, though, there's no reason for this to be exclusively used by women. I mean, since because of the way that it works, there's no reason uh, that a um, a man couldn't use this vibrator as well. Yeah, that's true. There seems to be something here with a uh, um, uh, link to, uh, I guess, that maybe uh, a Facebook post, and there's some sort of explanation of it here. It's too small to read on this thing. Uh, on the image, anyway. Yeah, I saw that. So obviously, it has something with it that tells her what says what it is, huh? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but you know, Brian, in the '60s, you're you're talking about a man using this in the '60s, and men in the '60s were were serious people who smoked pipes, and uh, you know, they didn't they didn't have what that 
that masturbation stuff, they just gave it to their lady wife. <laughs> I like that term, lady wife. God. That's right. <laughs> Interesting. It, it was probably meant to treat hysteria, wife. right? What? Treat hysteria. Ah, uh, yes. Or hysteria. <laughs> well, it's, but it's nothing Roman like having uterus. a man wife. Yeah. Didn't we didn't we cover something to say that that a lot of that stuff was was actually made up in the in the late sixties early seventies about Victorian hysteria treatment? I don't. I mean, I I I think that we saw some devices that they'd used, right? I think uh, I think uh, chastity belts were a lot later invention than uh, people think that they were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because there's a lot of things about chastity belts that that don't work. <laughs> Well, yes. they're, they're incredibly unhygienic as well. Well, yeah. Talk about a good way to get a yeast infection. Yep. Right. <laughs> I I don't know if it's so much a yeast infection that you're worried about at that point as it is rust. Well, rust isn't an issue. Rust is an issue. <laughs> what are you getting from rust? Depending on what, what, you, what you use. Well, yeah, I mean, well, it depends on that. If it I mean, does have rust, it's a bad thing. Well, yep. you know. It's the splinters you got to worry about. Yeah, Brian, just remember, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. dust. If you don't whip it out and use it, it's going to rust. <laughs> I actually said that at my brother's funeral. Okay. I found <laughs> he used to out. Say that all the time. I found out today that if if you have an amputated limb, that that amputated limb cannot be cremated by a funeral home because it would require a death certificate. So what do they do with the amputated limb? Well, you can keep it. Necromancy. I, I, I think that would be a great use, but, you know, not many people actually have the, uh, have the, have the, the determination to actually learn how to do anything useful with that. So, you know, most of them stop at wagey boards. But, no, so... It can't. So it can be. It, it can be incinerated by the hospital after like twenty-eight days. It can be. There are there are cemeteries, and you can basically have your amputated limb buried in a cemetery. But even if you happen to preserve the amputated limb and you know have it with you when you are sent for cremation or you know, or for burial, it still can't be considered a part of you, and it still has to have its own damn death certificate. How did we get here? Uh, I learned this today. <laughs> and yes, okay. it's weird, but it is kind of interesting. All right. Horrified of a vibrator all the way to amputated limbs. Yeah. 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 We've, we've got a good circle here. Yeah, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, there are, there are, uh, there is the the ability. There is the uh, there is at least one company that will will market to place your loved one's ashes in a sex toy for you. Okay. Well, I mean, now now you're bringing so can, it back. Yeah. So, so we've talked so about they, that. They can, so that they can do for you in death what they could not in life. We definitely talked about Honey? that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you pass away yeah, anyway, me, if... I am not going to have you cremated and put into a sex toy for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Just, uh, nope. I, I just I want to add that if I am to be cremated, I have already decided that I want my my last meal on Earth to be about two pounds of unpopped popcorn. So I guess I, I, uh, just uh, to... Uh... Uh, clarify things about this. Um, uh, the the it, the the sex toy was from like the previous owners, um, and I believe uh, the uh, the house only had like one order from when it was uh, owner from uh, when it was built until uh, they sold the place. So, so it wasn't from the previous owners. It was from the. Previous oh, it was. Owners. It was from the. Okay. Oh. oh, okay. So it was left there. Okay. okay sure. I'm thinking sex toy. Right, uh, I'm right. thinking sex toy okay. fairy. All right. Oh. And I'm oh, wondering boy. what you leave no, under that, the pillow. That, that is a possible. What do you leave under the pillow to get that? Um, <laughs> God. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Are you trying to say that in. the tooth fairy is giving more than tooths? Uh, getting well, more than teeth? No, I believe this is probably a sacred. 
I believe that this is probably a separate supernatural entity carrying around uh, sex toys. That, that, okay. How many? I just don't know what they're exchanging them. You know, I don't know what the Fae need with you know old teeth in the first place, and I'm not sure why the Fae would be giving out um, sex toys either. I, I'm 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 confused about both maybe, those things. Yeah. Maybe this entity does give out. <laughs> just you just okay. <laughs> All right, come on. John Hopkins lockdown study. COVID deniers don't get it. And, All right. And you, this yeah. it looks um, like you snuck this in on me, so I didn't read this. Well, um, there's this um, uh, study that has been uh, going around among uh, COVID deniers. Uh, um, uh, the this uh, John Hopkins uh, lockdown study, which claims that yeah, mask wearing uh, wasn't that uh, effective. That um, uh, it only like uh, reduced uh, like spread by like. Uh, 0.2% on average. Um, so, yeah, there's a, a bunch of stuff to go through about this, but uh, essentially um, this, uh, this one is self-published self on a website run by the author. Um, so not peer-reviewed, not in any scientific journal. Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't think uh, it's really clear that it's uh, uh, in any way linked to John Hopkins at all. Except for this person uh, is affiliated with John Hopkins, but or named um, John Hopkins, yeah, <laughs> not quite. But and he even says at the end that the paper openly ignored um, a bunch of um, studies that disagreed with it, giving no real, yeah, yes, logical reason why it didn't include them. So yeah, the, it, uh, and uh, did, didn't include uh, any uh, any uh, justification for that either. Didn't. Um, didn't have any criteria for uh, for what studies it included in its analysis. This was, of course, a, a meta-analysis uh, uh, reviewing uh, studies uh, and uh, collaborating, trying to trying to put them into like uh, what they're saying and uh, uh, put uh, definite um, numbers on things. Yeah, basically, it blindly um, accepted the studies that it agreed with and openly. Ignored the ones it disagreed with. So it's so here's here here's the conclusion from the paper. I guess while the meta analysis concludes that the lockdowns have had little to no effect, they have imposed enormous economic and social costs uh, where they have been adopted. In inconsequential uh, lockdown policies are ill founded and should be rejected as a pandemic policy in, um, instrument. So that's the conclusion from from all this, but so but okay. Does anybody break down what the what the what actually what 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 does the actual evidence say if you include all the studies that they ignored? This article doesn't go into that. Well, that's unfortunate. It, it's mostly just breaking apart the flaws into why this particular paper um, doesn't hold any weight and is pretty openly biased and that doesn't um, give you the full picture. I mean, really, all the studies right. are biased. And if you if you consider that all of these studies are only done by living people, so they don't really address anything, anything, any opinions by people who are dead. Well, it does point out that all 14 studies that were used in there were conducted by economists rather than public health and medical experts. So there's right. nothing in there is based on medical expertise at all. Also, the author's credibility on this particular study uh, they point out that he is a he is a senior fellow at a libertarian think tank, yeah. when which has been against <laughs> vaccines and lockdowns. But I do believe that uh, I do believe that this study is actually coming up for publication by an uh, by a uh, uh, publisher by the name of Confirmation Bias Incorporated. Here, here's the thing: is that we don't get to disregard the study just because of who he works for, right? That 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 that's right. not legitimate because right. they no. could because just because he's working for a libertarian think tank doesn't mean he's doing you know necessarily bad science. Um, he's probably not equipped to actually do the meta 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 uh, the metadata analysis as far as the medical pieces are. He um, he might be as far as the economics pieces. I'm not sure. You know, it depends on what his credentials are. Um, it seems like a study like this needs to be taken on by a a group of experts. Yeah. Which we are not. Which we are not. Well, like I said, he, in, in essence, he doesn't even really make the study. He takes other people's works 
and draws the conclusion Wait, from all that. Right, which is fine. So, That's what a metadata yeah. analysis is. And he, so, he, did, he didn't submit it anywhere. He just, like, posted it on his own website. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Is that one of the things here that it points out, uh, it hasn't been peer-reviewed, right? So no experts have actually peer-reviewed this. Uh, the author's credibility is is, is questionable. Um, uh, okay, but it's more getting attention. Cr- <laughs> well, <laughs> that's all yeah. he cared about. Let's see. Uh, uh, you know, in reality. Definition of lockdown. So it's definition of lockdown they have in here. Uh, quality yeah. of... Uh, uh, so, the, of course, the quality of the studies he's looking at, I mean, uh, they're, they're, the problem with the meta-analysis is that if you can, you know, garbage in, garbage out, right? Yeah. Well, he, but the other hand, on the other hand, though, guys, I mean, he has as much claim to be an ec- being an expert em- epidemiologist as Trump. And we know Trump is <laughs> an expert on everything. God. Yeah. Well, no, what, what I love right now is if you look at all the... Um, right wing deniers, they keep trying to claim the science has changed because you know the, the relaxing all the mandate stuff. Like the science never changed once. The science hasn't said anything different. It's just saying right now, thanks to um, reaching sufficient um, vaccination rates and um, enough people having got it and luckily surviving it, that it does look like. Um, the, the um, transmissions are slowing down finally, which means that, that we're moving into the endemic phase of, of yeah. This. That, that's yeah. not a change in the science at all. That's a change yeah. in the conditions around the science. Yeah, the, the science the science has never changed. It's still fitting exactly what the science said. Although the science actually said we could have reached this level about a year ago if we didn't have all the assholes not listening to the yeah. science. Well, the other the <laughs> other piece though is that with Omicron. These these surgical masks and other mat, cloth masks and stuff they were wearing did become completely useless, right? Unless you're wearing a properly fitted KN95 N95 mask, um, they're not stopping the the spread of Omicron. It's just it's but, just too infectious. But once more, that's not the science changing. That's no. other conditions changing the science. And oh, sure, look, sure. But, here's what's happening. It's not like uh, regular cloth masks are useless. They still like. You know, what they originally did, uh, stopping like uh, slowing down particles, and you know, as, um, uh, if you're maintaining social distances, uh, that'll still uh, help. But yeah. um, maybe you know, yeah. it's it yeah. that uh, uh, Omicron is just so much uh, uh, easier to catch. Yeah, it it really is. That um, yeah, they're, they're, they're recommending the the new mask because like like the old mask didn't really protect you much. These ones uh, will actually protect you to a certain extent as well as other people. That's true. The N95 will, will protect you, not just people around you. Yeah. yeah, but it's amazing how many people on, on the anti-vax um, side, the anti-mass side, um, are all trying to claim the science has it all wrong and everything. It, even like here, it's like, let's ignore all the facts that tell me I'm wrong. I'm only going to focus on what I, you know, it's like this, we, it's not helpful. It's not productive. We've covered. You know, there's, a, there's a great deal of precedent for people basing scientific conclusions on their feelings. I mean, Jenny McCarthy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to an extent, you know, that's understandable, right? It, it I mean, we, we have to combat it, but I, I understand how they get to those conclusions a lot of times. Yeah. It's human well, nature is yeah, what it is. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people forget that one of the major reasons for the mask actually is for you not to get someone else sick. Yeah. Right, exactly. You're protecting others by wearing the oh, mask. And, and then, yeah. of course, exactly. the, yeah. they, they love using the percentage. You know, this one was pointing the 0.2%, which right now, since we're um, at over 900,000 dying, that would be 18,000 people dying. And, then, and they're trying to say, oh, you know, it wouldn't have been a big deal if 18,000 more people would have died. Whether or not how accurate that is, that's still saying, we don't think it's a big deal for 18,000 people to have died from this. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of sad. But still, eighteen thousand. But it's the same thing as basically, if you caught um the it initially, you had a five percent chance of dying. And they're like, oh, it's you know ninety five percent chance. I'm a gamer. I have rolled a one on a twenty sided die at least twice in a row, a couple times. You know, this is just I talking. Know the, what five percent? Yeah, th- this is yeah. just talking. I'm really good at rolling one. <laughs> this is just talking about lockdowns to not masks, yeah. right? They're they're they separate issues right. entirely. We're, right. we're, we got onto masks, but yeah, well, the, they, they, yeah. they did it. Yeah, I think but, I was a little but, bit confused about that, but they did mention masks in that um, 
they they included uh, just a mask mandate as the same thing as a lockdown in their category. And, and it's not. It it is completely different. Asking people to wear a mask, you know, when they go out is completely different. Yeah, but on the other yeah. hand, people cannot ex- be expected to care about eighteen thousand lives more than their own minor personal inconvenience. Yeah. Well, and we've uh, seen that, just, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've seen that. A lot of people... Um, it's, it's amazing how angry people get at just being asked to wear some cloth yeah. over their face. But it's yeah. like um, the whole idea, you know, this this thing's showing the, you know, economic harms. There's no economic harm that you could connect to asking people to wear a mask. None. That's true, yeah. You know, I got all the vaccines. I got I got as much vaccination as I could get. I got the, the I got the the Moderna in one arm. I got the Pfizer in the other. I got the Johnson and Johnson in the appropriate place. Whoa! In the hoo ha, bet. <laughs> oh, in the Johnson, yeah. Oh, the Johnson. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, you know, it's here's the thing. Is at, at this point, we've reached a point where people aren't going to stay home. And most people aren't going to wear a mask. At least, and, and it might be different where you are, but down here in Texas, I, I, I'm 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 a minority wearing a mask. Right. Yeah. You know? Oh, and they well, always assume you're don't. they always assume you're ready. You're getting ready to hold up a bank, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's the funny about thing- that is that prior to this, that might have been true. Now you walk into a bank wearing a mask, and it's okay. Yeah. You can even wear a tooth. I guess Ian can speak to that better than anybody. Oh right, well. Yeah. well Working in a bank definitely interesting right now because I have seen people come in where it's like, I cannot see their face at all. <laughs> and, you know, two years ago, that would not have been accepted. Right. Well, but, so yeah. here's the policy that I adopted for when they asked for my ID at the bank during the masking period. They would ask for my ID to make sure they knew who it was. So I'd pull up my ID and I'd put my finger across the lower half of my face on the ID so that they could have a, a a good comparison. God. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Christian. Um, is it okay. pastor so, deems Satan not to be protected by the first amendment without a shred of irony. <laughs> yeah. So basically there's an active um, movement in Arizona, apparently where they are protesting um, the satanic temples being able to hold a convention um, and claiming that they should not be covered by the first amendment and the, the logic is that the founding fathers did not mean for some sort of uh, for religion such as the um, Church of Satan to be able to have such freedom. Can, can you, before you go on here, let me just say a couple of words about the founding fathers. I don't fucking care what yeah. they would say I, 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 about I, any of this shit. They're fucking dead. Right. That, that completely greasy there. <laughs> but it, it's still one of these most ironic things. To have you know the, the Christians busy trying to protest. Now we want the First Amendment to exist, but only for those who fit with what we think the First Amendment should fit with, which goes completely against the idea of freedom. But and you, you get Charlie Kirk, such a shining example of a good Christian. Um, of course, joining in and pointing all the flaws to the Church of Satan out. Yeah. Who? Okay. So he's a representative. Um, who's Charlie? He's some god. He, he's an asshole. I know that. Well, okay. But I mean, I well, yeah, but this isn't a, this isn't who's the asshole. <laughs> Kirk so, Kirk as it says say here. Kirk himself asserts that Satan Satan conference should not be protected by the First Amendment, and suggests that the the uh, the nation's uh, framers would have would not have included the satanic temple in their efforts to remarks in the first fruit of the liberty. So, and here's what, and it's funny. I mean, like that, there were, there were, uh, religions, uh, in those times that people, uh, considered, uh, evil. I mean, like, uh, especially Eastern religions, um, or like religions, uh, by native people were often like their, their stories were often considered about demons, uh, and things like that. Nobody, uh, put any kind of restrictions on any of those things uh, into yeah. the, yeah, the but First Amendment. Here's the thing: Lucian Greaves, who who is the he's the leader of the um, of the Satanist Church, ha, and um, has one of the best names ever. He does have a good name. He um, this is this is a, a tweet by uh, Charlie Kirk. So it's a, um, he that yeah. he had tweeted the, 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 earlier five years ago. Five years ago, yeah. Free speech isn't just being able to say what you want. 
it's having to hear stuff you don't want to hear. Right. <laughs> right? I mean, so it's complete hypocrisy. Yep. And, and, and that's what this article does is point out that, the, I mean, they, they spend a lot of time pointing out uh, Charlie Kirk's yeah, but, hypocrisy. But you cannot expect you cannot expect Christians to understand or to respect irony because that is what they nailed the Savior up to the cross with. <laughs> and, and the, the stuff is, if you look at American history, I mean, there was one point where the Catholics were being treated this way. Well, that's, that's the I whole mean, they, problem. It was a horrible idea to have a, um, Kennedy, the first Catholic president, because he's going to be controlled by the Catholic Church over in Italy. And, um, the country's going to go to hell. It's going to say somewhere and down here that that Kirk's thinks that we should all have um he that we should that the U.S. should have one religion. Um, Didn't he say I, that I in here? At all if he said that. Yeah, and the, you know, of course, the like the him. question is, okay, which one? Yeah. Right, and they're going to well, say, oh, well, Christian. I'm going to say, okay, obviously the one he likes. Well, like, that's exactly the problem, and and the whole that's the whole problem with picking a national religion, right? Uh, is that it, it, even Christians can't agree on what Christianity is right now? Yeah. They, you know, they they they're kind of united against you know against uh, against secularists, right, or in atheists, or, or or you know anybody who doesn't agree with them. But the problem is that if those people didn't exist, they'd be fighting amongst themselves, and that's what they did. I mean, that's why we had thirteen colonies with thirteen different religions. Mm-hmm. I guess twelve different religions. Well, there was one colony that had religious freedom, right? I uh, mean, you know, Brian, I. I... Are you saying that two Christians from two different churches couldn't agree on the nature of Christ? Yes, I'm saying that the Protestants and the Catholics disagree on what Christianity is. I'm Honest? saying that two Christians who sit next to each other yep. in, in the, the same, same pew. pew of the same church. Sure. I, I, I agree yeah. with that. That's what I was going to say. I, I, yeah, I, sure. You know. it's, it's always what agrees with them at the moment, right? Whatever they, yep. whatever yep. they, whatever they don't like, God wouldn't like. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's historically a standard. But, you know, you, the morals of today are what you were um, taught were um, bad at when you were young, and the youth now has it completely wrong if they don't agree with those morals. Yeah. And the sa- the Church of Satan, they call themselves the Church of Satan, but they do not worship Satan. They're a secularist the, group. Not, yeah. So with yeah, that, we, we, we can get into all the different versions of Satan that are out there because well, um, but most it, of the Satan, most of the Satanists will claim to be pagans. Not and, and don't believe in the Christian version of Satan. They believe in the pagan Satan. Satan is used as a foil in, in this. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not yeah, worshiping they're, Satan. They're, 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 the name Satanism, uh, I I think it's basically set up just to troll Christians, and they keep on you know, <laughs> buying into it. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're, they're just like Satanism. These guys are the evil forces that uh, that we've uh, been uh, reading about, and that that we must oppose with all our might. Like. No, these are just some guys who <laughs> just said, "Hey, we're Satanists." Exactly. Oh, yes, I, I, I would, I would prefer that you not use slurs like that. If you would not, please, that would be best. Because I mean, there are a number of guys? trolls that are very, very clear on the fact that they do not pick on people on the internet, and they do not live under bridges. <laughs> They're trying to reclaim. Um, you know, they're they're trying to reclaim. Okay, but they still spend a heritage. lot of time under bridges and have <laughs> me on my way over those damn bridges. Uh, uh, so damn, don't be because damn, you are a, have a bed goaded right into that right. one. I, I will say there are a few aspects of the Church of Satan that actually attract me. Um, one of them being that um, the official altar is supposed to be a naked woman. Preferably a live naked woman, but if you can't do that, it can be a carved naked woman. But that's the official altar you're supposed to use for the ceremony. And I very much prefer the um the the commandment of thou shalt naked woman. What a taxidermied naked woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not sure that's quite the thing I'd go for. But the other thing, and this is one more serious, that I like um in their commandment they have thou shalt not kill, but they add indiscriminately. Basically, <laughs> what goes into the idea, you don't just, you, and, and the killing's not just other people. You don't kill anything if there's no need for it. But there are times, to- but it, it's saying there's an understanding that at times you have no choice, and okay. But you don't try to kill just to kill. And but like, you, that's actually a great, I, I mean, well, that's how you need to phrase it. That's so perfect. In, in, and I have a question. Yeah. The altar is a live naked woman or a carved wooden naked woman. Well, probably could be carved stone as well. But, I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna ask. 
I'm guessing they don't use a lot of candles in their religion. <laughs> no, actually, they do. Uh, okay. I've I've had hot wax poured on me. It's not that bad. It actually, kind of tingly. <laughs> we're My done with the masturbation moment. Man, I, I think we're already seeing the sexism <laughs> here, though. With yeah, we're using a, a naked woman. Why can't we like uh, have a naked man in there? You know, like if you're gonna, you know, you use a naked naked man somehow how, uh, uh, in the altar as well, or you know, like alternate. Right. So dumbass, you need to start your own sect. Yep. <laughs> That's yes, what it sounds like. To- all right. Anyway, we we uh, I mean, here's the thing is that I, I feel like going back to the article that what Charlie Kirk here is doing is really really hit. He he is just amplifying, you know, promoting. I mean, it, uh, this is this is a case of um, no publicity is bad publicity. Right. This is good for the Church of Satan. Not so good yeah. for Charlie for Charlie Kirk, I don't think. Um well, and in essence, what he's asking for, he doesn't realize how much damage it did do to himself. If if you were to actually start trying to de- take the First Amendment and define, okay, they didn't really mean this whole group and this whole group and this group. How long before he becomes part of that group that um, wasn't supposed to be covered by the First Amendment? Well, and this here's the thing. Here's the thing that kills me is that this was done on private property. It wasn't like it was being done at the yeah. steps of the Capitol. It was on private property, and he wants to stop it. It's like, no, you listen. I I don't want your nativity to seen at the Capitol, but you can have it at your fucking church. It's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. That, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. How can how can you how can you even make it illegal for people to gather on private property for any reason? I don't. I unless mean, it's an illegal reason, and Satanism isn't illegal. Nope. No. No, it's not. They're just trying to make you know that everything you learned is wrong. <laughs> They're just trying to save you from yourself. Save yep. you from yep your knowledge. And if it means taking away your freedoms, so be it. Oh yeah. As long as you don't take away my freedoms, I'm fine with that. Well, that see, oh, but yeah. that, that see, that's what's happening here, right? That's yeah. the hypocrisy. You, you that that I mean, and we we're seeing that a lot, and we see that anytime that you know, I mean, that that, that these people claim that is cancel culture. Um, generally, no. Generally, it's just you know, it's just you know, a response to your bad you know bad behavior. Yeah, and I mean, like um, they 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 they, they pretty much don't know. Like the the meaning of uh, I forget the word I'm uh, trying to look for here. <laughs> but yeah, the, this is this is hypocrisy. Of course, this is protected by the First Amendment, and they weren't. And it says here they were doing it on private property. I mean, end of story. Mm-hmm. Well, Brian, so. there is no commandment against hypocrisy. Well, <laughs> fair enough. That is true. Uh, let me see. Let me close some of these. All right. And there's no amendment about stupidity either. So, however, they... uh, let me let me just throw this one point out there. I was going to say uh, they 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 just don't really know the meaning of freedom. That uh uh you know like they, they they're like any kind of imposition on anything that that they want to do, like even the simplest of restrictions to to things they want to do, is a is an assault against their rights and freedoms. Right, exactly. Freedom. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're. If you're interfering with my right to be a bigot. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I don't want. I don't want to get off religion. Can I, I want to move on to Scientology, if that's okay. Scientology. Yeah. That sounds like it could be interesting today. <laughs> so I, I don't know if you guys know it. Um, Elron Hubbard had a, a thing that he called uh, fair game. Basically, if 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 somebody was. Um, uh, um, attacking the church in such a way that they, they, could, they could harm the church or be harmful. They, 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 he had a doctrine of fair play, which made, basically meant you could attack that person, you know, in, 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 you know, basically, yeah, it basically it's all, you know, life and liberty essentially. Um, and basically Such whatever it took. Man. Yeah, he, he really was. But so <laughs> it's, it, it's pretty insidious. And of course, it, um, that doctrine supposedly is gone now, right? It's no longer a doctrine of the church. But listen, the church still is harassing people. Of course, um, I, 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 it doesn't stop. They, 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 I mean, of course, they're claiming that they're not. What they, what they've done is it's kind of changed over the years, where they used to do the harassing themselves, but now to give themselves a buffer, they, they pay like PIs and stuff to harass people, right? It's like, well, it wasn't us, but it's like, yeah, but you paid the guy to do it. <laughs> 
But um, so so there's a couple of lawsuits that I found interesting that um, uh, that uh, right now the church has lost. So I don't know if you guys remember. Um, do you guys remember that '70s show? Yeah. So Danny Matheson was the was an actor on that show. Yeah, he played uh, the one who was always in the sunglasses. Right. And so he is um, he is a member of the Church of Scientology. Has been since he was like 15 or 16, and he um, he is accused of raping several women. And of course, at the time, these women didn't come out, um, you know, because the, the because the way the church generally works is they, they take care of everything internally, right? You you can't accuse another member of something, and you you know basically if you do, you end up being you know getting a sex check, and you know in kind of like what happened to Leah Remini, Remini where when she was asking where uh, where Shelley was, um, you know, and they and you you pay for these sessions. Right. And so they didn't they didn't say anything. They felt like they couldn't um, and that, you know, they felt silenced by the church. But since then, they have come out and they did start accusing him. And these is it it's three or four women. Um, and they have been. Uh, and so there there's a uh, there's a trial that um, it was just said they could could move on against him uh, where these women are, you know, are accusing of rape and he could face up to 45 years in prison. Um, for these allegations, uh, so but the church has been harassing these women, and um, the allegations um, are basically that they have been uh, they they've broken into their email and security systems, and and they basically that they've been harassing them. And the the problem is is that when you become a Scientologist, you sign a whole bunch of documents, and basically saying that that you agree to arbitration, and they and so for about the last six years, <laughs> they um. They, people haven't been suing. If you're a Scientologist, you can't sue Scientology in court for their misbehaviors because you signed an arbitration agreement. So, And the arbitration, of course, is run by the church for the church, right? So that seems a little insidious to me. Uh, I'm not sure how that's legal, <laughs> that, you know, that they get to run the mediation as well. Um, yeah, but so when, these, so when these people, you know, were suing the church for harassment— What's that? You believe? So, so they they well, they wanted to sue the church for harassment, and of course the church is like, nope, you signed an arbitration agreement. Well, some of these women have been removed from the church by the church. Others have quit the church, and and uh, and they were harassed after leaving the church. And so that's the that's the key piece here, is that if they if if the harassment had happened while they were members of the church. The, uh, there would be they wouldn't have a legal recourse, but because they have left the church and then were harassed, um, the the um, the appellate court did not did not believe that um, that they should be held to those contracts after leaving the organization. But the church is saying that once you sign that, no, no matter what, if you ever in, if you ever you know get into a get into an argument or something with it with a, with a Scientologist it has to go to the church so basically once a Scientologist always a Scientologist is, is what they're saying even if they've removed you from the church they still want to do the arbitration well if they can oh, that's a, that that's ridiculous <laughs> and like really nice try yeah so um, I mean like, the, uh... there's a really good quote in here it says um, let's see uh, an opinion written by the uh, what, present presiding Justice Lawrence Rubin. Justice, uh, um, it says, looking back, it struck struck us as bizarre, the movement during the, the November hearing. One of the justices asked the Scientology attorney, William uh, Foreman, if somebody uh, took a Scientology course and signed the, the, the service contract and then 20 years later runs uh, runs." Uh, runs over the street by by Scientology is run over by by a Scientology van. Would they be obligated to dispute this re- a religious arbitration? Would it, would they would they be obligated to take this to religious arbitration? And Ford said yes. His response sounded ridiculous then, and it it, um, it sounded as ridiculous then as it does now. So basically, the church said no. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean that—that that is quite a bold interpretation, <laughs> isn't it? If they took Those one are course, huge swinging gonads right there. Yeah, exactly. And um, the the um, the 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 court of appeals did not buy that. Now this was only 
three members of the court, which is pretty typical for for a panel like this. They'll, they'll put together three three um, three justices and um, to to come up with these decisions. And I'm not sure. It doesn't say in here if the decision was like you know they all, all three agreed or if it was two two to one. It doesn't say, um, and that's unfortunate because it would be uh, maybe it does in the actual um, the um, the actual 39 pages is is in here um, uh, of the appellate court. And so in there, it'll probably tell us this. It, it, I'm imagining all ju- all three justices um, probably thought that that was ridiculous. So what's liable to happen now, I imagine, is that they're going to ask for an en banc hearing. Um, and what that means is that they're going to ask for the whole court to be seated, which I, I think is probably 13 members or I, I don't know. Depend, maybe it's nine. Well, what would be interesting, because we we, you mentioned the debate, debatability of whether or not that's legal. That very much could come up in something like this, is the legality of having that clause in a contract. And if you have something illegal in a contract, it's null and void. Well, this is the so, first time in six years that that you know that the courts haven't respected it, right? And 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 they were very careful to say, listen, that there's the um, it, this doesn't affect. And they brought up specifically, I think it was Marcus Hamilton. He, um, he, because they, because they were suing for stuff that happened while they were still Scientologists. Oh no, that's Garcia, right. the Garcia, the uh, the Garcia suit. But there's another woman, Valerie uh, Haney, who now works for Leah Remini, and she, uh, um, and she was being harassed, and also appeared on Leah Remini's TV show, um, uh, Scientology in the, in the aftermath, or what is the name of her show? Don't remember, but I know the one you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, um, she appeared on that, and she's been being harassed. And so she went to sue, and the, and they said, and apparently she claims that they, she was kidnapped as well. But that's why she was a Scientologist. So she mixed she mixed the two, and the and the court said, nope, you got to go to arbitration. And but in, still. and well, now she asked for a review of this in light of this opinion. She's asking the court to review it. She may have to. She's probably going to have to drop the kidnapping charge, right? But all the other harassment since she's left Scientology will probably should probably be able to move on with that. But uh, you'd think that'd be one of the angles some of them might try. Is uh, because you know there's a lot of question question we you know questioning to them saying, well, we can arbitrate for ourselves and stuff. Um, I. I'm surprised they're not trying to look at that and saying, "Hey, wait a minute, is that even legal?" Yeah, I can. It's like one thing to say arbitration, but it's another to say religious arbitration. Yeah, right? and, to, and to basically give yourself control over every aspect of that arbitration, which is what that, which is what to me it appears yeah. that they have done. Once again, yeah. not a lawyer, right? But right, but uh, yeah, and then you know they have a whole armies of lawyers ready to go. But and, you still yeah. think that um that that would be a uh, way for someone to attack it and go in and say, hey, wait a minute, is this even legal? I, if, I, if I can get this declared illegal, all the all the contracts they've ever had signed are now null and void on that. Right. And they, you know, yeah, I, you'd think that'd be one way to go after them. It seems pretty insidious, doesn't it? I mean, it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, and the idea that if you take one course from Scientology, that from then on you have to go to arbitration if you have an issue with them. Yeah. And I don't know when these contracts started, Right. Um, I, they say it's been about six years. I'm not sure that, you know, if all Scientologists, have, they probably make them go back and sign them now. Right. But right. Um, were they doing that? Were they always doing this? I don't know. So we'll see. This is this is going to end up at the um, California Supreme Court, I would guess. So and the, yeah. this came down from the 11th Circuit. Uh, just to, so the uh, um, and it, that, that does tend to be I mean, if, if I, I wonder what how this would have turned out at the fifth circuit, which is a more conservative circuit. That's, you know, that that's my circuit for, for Texas. Um, the, you know, the 11th circuit is probably leans more liberal, but I, I think, I think that probably this will end up at the, um, at the Supreme court of uh, California and they, and I'm hoping <laughs> that they'll come down you know the same way. So we shall see. And of course, in the meantime, um, you know, the, the, these women are, are still trying to get, you know, um, uh, yeah, uh, Danny Matheson, Matt Matherson, Matt Matterson. Matterson. Yeah. Danny Matherson. Uh, they, they're, they're trying to get your retribution for, you know, the things that they feel he's done to him. <clears throat> done to them. Yeah. Well, they, that he did to them, that he did to them, the rape, you know, he did the raping. 
is, is the yeah. legend. And 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 I that story's in here. It's it's I mean what the what they're alleging is is awful. So um, you know, I I I have questions here. Okay. Um I don't it doesn't look like the court has even considered I these women were unconscious when they were raped. I don't think the court has even considered though the possibility that Bill Cosby did it. <sighs> well, they can't they can't they let him out on a technicality. Yeah. Um, but but you're right. But that's one of the things that that's really bad about this is that you know these women are claiming that they they're, they're waking up while, while he's penetrating, and this idea that 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 they were dating. I don't know if he was married to one of them or not, but you can't that they you know you couldn't rape them because of they were in a relationship, right? You can't rape your wife types of types of uh, types of allegations, um, which I have been. <laughs> yes, you can. Right? I mean, that's yeah. Uh, and rape is about power and it's about consent. Uh, yeah. that, uh, that, you, that you can like uh, do stuff to them in their sleep that they would enjoy that. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty awful. Well, that all depends on what, the, what they uh, have set up in the first place in their relationship. However... Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta talk about these things, people. When you get into a relationship, you gotta talk about what is and is not okay to do. Some women... Would love to be woken up by be having in the middle of sex. My understanding um, from yeah from other... reading from reading this, you know, he's he's basically admitted that he did that, but he did, but you know, he doesn't see it as rape. Is kind of what it sounds like mm-hmm. to me. Right. It's it doesn't sound good. But it, it also sounds is like he... he's treating them as possessions. Uh, there, I mean, I I would not be surprised that there's some of that going on, right? And of course, you know the court would say this has to. This would have to, uh, you know. Of course, you know they, they. I think the church would say this. This has to go to religious arbitration. But I'm wondering if it, because it's criminal. But they, but they threw that out here, you know. And so they, they're going to go go ahead with the trial. So at least these women will get their day in court. Don't know what will happen from there, but at least you know they can. You know, at least they'll get that. That's. It's um, good to hear that they <laughs> will at least get that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, can can speculate beyond that. You guys want to talk about David Ike? Love to. <laughs> Let's move on to something a little bit funnier, right? On something we'll end on something a little lighter. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, if if you guys aren't guys, aware, guys, guys, yeah, I think David Ike is actually a lizard man. <laughs> He's certainly slimy. Um, okay, not that, that lizards that are slimy. I, I, I don't know. Lizards are not slimy. I know. Let's not slur the lizards. David Icke is no, the no, king no. of bullshit. Lizards are not. Um, <laughs> salamanders, salamanders are slimy. Salamanders can be. Yeah. Anyway, okay, fine. It's a bad joke. I take it back. Anyway, David Icke, full of just nonsense, and, and I put some, I put some stuff in here because um, your article that that you put in here doesn't doesn't really capture as crazy as David Icke is. I don't think, Mad Cat, and I mean he, I mean he's, I mean he loves his conspiracies. Um, and there's there's just tons of them. But you can start by telling us this is 15 celebrities and, and amp, yeah, and politicians that are rumored to be reptiles. And when we say rumored to be reptiles, we mean claimed to be reptiles by David Icke. There's no rumor beyond that, right? I mean, this idea that that anybody is a reptile is um, unproven. <laughs> This is, this is my theory. It's a false flag operation. Ugh. David Icke is really with the reptiles. He He's calling out other people who are definitely not reptiles. So we'll think this whole, you know, lizard people theory is ridiculous. <laughs> but really, they are actually the ones behind the scenes. So have well, been talking to Trump? Yeah. But here's the thing is that, I mean, he just pretty much claims that anybody with any sort of any success, any moder- moderation of success is a lizard person. I mean, okay, D- Donald Trump is obviously a genetic creation of the lizard people uh, <laughs> that uh, didn't quite turn out right. Uh, they they didn't quite quite get the the settings completely fixed. Um, he wasn't completely f- successful in his intention to do what uh, what they were trying to do was making him president. But th- they'll get it right the next round. I think that what you're saying is is that this is like the movie Twins, where Arnold Schwarzenegger got all the good genes and Danny DeVito got all the leftover stuff. <laughs> And what and what Danny DeVito didn't take went into Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So, so Brian, you're projecting that Arnold Schwarzenegger will be the next president. Um, uh, uh, well, I'm not projecting that. 
It's pretty clear he's <laughs> he, that he was not born in the U.S. He's not eligible. But that's the only Robert reason I'm predicting been, that. What a senator of uh, California or something, whatever. Who? Yeah, he was governor. He was governor of California, governor of California for yeah, for he, was, yeah. he was governor of California. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the governor, right? He was the governor. Sorry, he I did. never remember anything about what a person is in politics except for this is the guy who runs things. This is the guy who has everyone else tell him what to run. You know the Republicans, they're perfectly willing to throw out the whole uh, born-in-the-USA thing as long as uh, uh, it suits their purposes, uh, and then they'll uh, whine about it when uh, uh, when it doesn't suit their purposes. Yep. And yeah, I, I mean, let's, for- not, let's not forget <clears throat> that, uh, that Trump was just an anchor baby for his immigrant mother. <laughs> All right. Well, this Mad Cat's, Mad, Mad Cat's got her article here, so... So, I mean, do we go through these? What do we do here, Mad Cat? Well, first we've got Queen Elizabeth II, who was born in 1926 in London. <gasps> surprise, surprise. She is 90 years old. Apparently she has COVID now, too. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. Wait, what's, this, uh, what's this a list of? Huh? Uh, we, I don't think we said what this is a list of. It's a list of, of reptile people claimed by David Icke. Right. Oh, right. We're still on the same thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we... we, yeah, we <laughs> Yeah, we we got off on a tangent, but uh, I'm trying to bring it back to to you know the king of crazy here. Well, now <laughs> if if only we had a herpetologist on hand who could tell us if reptiles could get COVID. <laughs> it says here that she belongs to the royal, the royal house of Windsor, um, and only holds a position of power on her bloodlines and her bloodlines alone. I and guess that's that's probably those true. Bloodlines descend from hybrid yeah. reptilian humanoids. David Ike urges that it is specifically these royal bloodlines that descend from hybrid reptile reptilian humanoid hominids human humanoids humanoids. Yeah, and that yeah, the which, queen which says a bit because they say hybrid reptilian humanoids. Yeah, and that so the, it's a reptilian humanoid that has hybridized with human. But no, the queen is it's definitely a humanoid a who was created by reptilian hybrids. I don't know. You know, here's the thing. So we, we can just go through the list. We don't need to give his evidence because he has none. He just says the, the queen is definitely a shapeshifter. And whatever, what is this? The oh, richest.com? No. He's, he's got a witness there who oh. died suddenly the following year. Oh, God. Well, that's, that's significant. Okay. Lady Gaga is also a reptile. Probably because uh, her follow-up albums, blah blah, she was a re- uh, fame fame monster. <laughs> Ring this way, art pop were all extremely successful and topped the charts. So Gaga was raised in Manhattan, New York, attended an all-girls Catholic school, and has discussed her insecurities as a young woman, often feeling like a freak. All right. Well. So I suppose her feeling like a freak. So- you know, brings down these uh, conspiracies oh, we, involving we, her to be linked no, with the MK Ultra and CIA. Okay, so okay, we can't. So okay, are are, are we saying that um, that being a lizard person is kind of like you know Teen Wolf, <laughs> <laughs> where like you know one day you're in the bathroom and you and you find yourself morphing and your dad's knocking the phone, son, son, I have something to tell you. I know what's going on there. We don't, we don't we you know we don't have to <laughs> yeah, read I why he's masturbating in there. We we don't need to read, <laughs> we don't have to read why because uh, because apparently there's a video and this is evidence. There's a video where in slow motion she takes off her sunglasses and her eyes appear to blink with nictitating membranes sideways. <sighs> Whatever. Oh, she apparently uses black magic to transfer her soul into a robot. <laughs> no. <Cool. laughs> that was her name was taken off a Queen song in which they used black magic. Radio Gaga. Oh, God. So Dick Cheney, you know, we, don't, we don't need to read the reasons why. Dick Cheney, okay, whatever. I mean, yeah. once again. Well, no, that one I'll buy. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. I mean, oh, no, Dick Cheney is obviously an amphibian. <laughs> and not a reptilian. And not a reptilian. Oh, so he's, a, he's he, like well, a look, look at him. He's almost a... definitely a frog, okay? <laughs> Uh, is a frog. Oh, oh, Pac-Man frog. Those are horrible. Those things can eat. 
almost things that are about their same size of the frickers. You've watched those uh, those live feedings was on the internet. Oh, God. Holy shoot. All right. So Miley Cyrus is Angelina Jolie, Sir Edward Richards, George Heath. Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce. Uh, Kardashian. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Okay, yep. once again, yeah, we, we're going to give him that He's one. He's a Scientologist. Uh... Oprah Winfrey. Hey, see, this, this is just this is all just proving my point. You see all the names that he's pushing out there, flat, flashy stars, people everybody knows. No, the real reptilian people are like hidden. People don't know who they are, but they have lots of money and power, yeah. and they're orchestrating things behind the scenes. I mean, here's the thing: is that this this, I mean, this article is really stupid. I mean, it. I mean, it's Seven just it, all, all these. Yeah, I mean, Elon Musk, William Shatner, Hillary Clinton, and Donald Trump. Okay, great. Great. So, so anybody um, in power. Apparently, they don't care in the Scientology community if you're a reptilian, as long as you're not a thetan. As long, well, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. It, okay. I, I think. I think. Here, here's the thing. David Icke is full of this stuff, but I, I think. I think here's the thing. He's got a, a ton of conspiracies, right? David Icke has falsely claimed that COVID nineteen vaccination is gene therapy. It is not. Uh, David Icke thinks that the Earth is being run by by lizards, which of course we already cut, you know, covered that. I mean, okay. David Icke thinks that the Illuminati run I mean, the world. Uh, which he, is he, it? He's right. Wait, but he, wait, hold on. He says that that the lizards are running the world. He also says the Illuminati are running the world. Are the Illuminati the lizards? I mean, what what yep. what's the, okay? The lizards run the Illuminati. Yeah, they run it. Uh, along with uh, Fred Flintstone. David I thinks that our minds are being controlled by a secret space station on the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, David I David I thinks COVID nineteen. Uh, that's why we all think the same thing all the time. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. David I yeah. thinks that the and that's co- why there's that uh, that spot in the moon that looks like a human head. Here, David I thinks that the COVID nineteen pandemic is uh, connected to the five G network. Right. Oh. So there's a big there's a ton of conspiracies around five G. <laughs> Uh, David wow. Icke also famously claimed to be the son of God. It went one G too far. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, David Icke is this he is one G that will not stand. We we could spend we I mean, and people have there are many you know skeptics that that have spent a lot of time just going pouring over this stupid stuff that David Icke says because he is a he's it, like he's just a fountain of, of this garbage. He- uh, maybe it's just that he knows that he's full of it and is trying to get it out of his mind. Well, he's making a ton of money, right? I mean, let's not kid ourselves. That is, is that this that is, is this is point. lucrative? This is, I mean, his site. I mean, it has plenty of advertising. He, they, I mean, it much like you know, um, well, who's the who's the? I'm trying. Now I can't remember who the, uh, um. Who, who am I thinking of? Alex Jones, right? Same kind of things that, you know, they probably, I mean, I, I don't, I think Alex Jones might not believe this stuff, but I think David Icke might actually believe his bullshit. I don't know. Well, you know, Brian, there's a conspiracy theory that uh, David Icke is actually Alex Jones in a Tim Curry. <laughs> the, one you, the one you just made up, right? <laughs> yes. That's why Tim Curry. I have a lot of evidence to back it up. No, I'm sure you do. First of all, no one ever sees them together. So it says here. So he played football. Not Is that Ameri- another not, thing that makes you a reptile? No, I think that's what the reason that he, that he was, you know, that he had a platform to begin with is is, um, you know, he might he might have had some, you know, been known for football, and then he had a platform to work from from there. So Brian, what you're saying is that he has a lot of Sklorno worshippers. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Church of David Ike. <laughs> It, it it's probably bigger than the church of uh, of uh, of Barnes. Nothing is bigger than the church I, of Barnes, I don't know. or the Reformed Church of Barnes, or the uh, the other one. Whatever which, the third one. Which was. church of Barnes are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. David Icke is quite the character, and we and really we we I mean he the, you could spend hours on any of these conspiracy theories that he's got. I mean he's he just he's a plethora of them. Actually, there was a TV show called V, and he must yep. have been the one who made it. You got to wonder if that's where he got his idea, at least, right? That could I mean, be because I mean, that's, it was, seems likely. It 
interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I imagine that uh, I imagine that that's the uh, masturbation moment for the next podcast is finding out that David Icke actually had his first exp- sexual experience to the, uh, to the show. <laughs> I think I'm that disappointed. You say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. That's another lizard person in the camp. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Share Alike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Cannell. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.